You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 26 of PlayStation Unchained. Um, I'm your co-host, uh, Mike Harridance, and joining me once again is my other half, Ben Schillerbeer hall Say hi, Ben. Oh, hello, uh, Mike. It's, it's good to see you again. Yeah, or rather talk to you, yeah. And oh. we're also joined by uh, Paul Kelly, who hasn't been on for quite a while. That's true, isn't it, Paul? Yep. It's good to be back on after good to have a you while. Back, Cheers. <laughs> yes, indeed it has. And last but not least, we have the one and only American um, on our crew for today. It's Miss. It's um, actually I don't know his surname, so it's Glenn. Hi, Glenn. How's it going? Hi, guys. Glenn Gordon here. Good to see you. Actually, it's my first. I've been I've been podcasting with Ben quite a bit, but it's my first time here with you guys, with you, uh, Mike and Paul. Good to meet you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's good to get <laughs> yeah. to talk to you, Glenn. I think the only time I've spoken to you was in a meeting before. So yeah, right. it's good to podcast with you with you and, and all, all three of you actually. So it's good to be back. Um, once again in a hosting chair, let's hope these things go well. Um, okay, guys, um, first of all, how has your week been? Because it's Friday, we're recording. How has your week been? Um, my week's been pretty good, to be honest, though. I did have a bit of a cold on Wednesday, and I wasn't feeling good for a couple of days, but I have to feel good because I have more stuff to write for the site, so I can't fall down being cold. Um, apart from that, not too bad. Cool, cool. How yeah, about from, um, from the future you- past? <laughs> yeah how about you paul how's your week been mate been all right uh mostly been to university and stuff like that so oh yeah. wicked. i didn't know you were at university That's yeah must have slipped me by awesome and glenn how about you mate? how's your week been going oh my week has been pretty rough i'm not gonna lie I, school's been kicking my butt ah right um yes glenn you're um is studying uh mass communication am i right is that right yeah mass communication um i i I've just had so much to do this week. I, I filmed a music video and Goodness. made a music video and wrote essays. And I'm just glad it's the weekend. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, chill out, play some games, podcast with PSU team. What more could you want from life, eh? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay, guys, let's uh, let's get started with the, um, as usual, we go through the news. We usually pick between five or six main news stories now to try and trim things a bit. Um, first up, guys, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, um, PlayStation 4 version, has outsold the Xbox One version. Um, wow. know, yes, it's um, uh, the PS4 version sold through um, 69% and the Xbox One version 31%. Um, this, of course, came out uh, last week. Uh, um, actually, was it the beginning of this week or was it late last week? Last Tomb week, Ra- wasn't it? Yeah, it was last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, late last week. Um, so a week ago, Friday, yeah. Um, I've got this game and reviewed it, as I mentioned, um, on, on the last podcast. Um, brilliant game. Um, I'm not... Mm, actually, I'm not Actually, I'm not surprised that it's outside the Xbox One version. I don't know why. I think um, Sony has pretty much been ahead of... It seems like they've been kind of ahead of Xbox One in terms of, like, um, game sales and stuff. And, of course, with all the controversy surrounded like surrounding the um the performance of some of the xbox one games tomb raider obviously being one of them because it actually um, runs slightly faster than the xbox one version so i'm not really surprised i think all that kind of i don't know if that's um i don't know if that's a part of it but also um, market share is um a market share obviously contributes because ps4 is 
currently selling um, higher than Xbox One, but um, that's quite a big margin, nonetheless. Uh, what do you guys think about that? You know, it's a rather concerning trend. As a PlayStation fan, of course, I'm you know a little unsurprised. Kind of, you know, got my <laughs> got my PlayStation flag up. You know, yeah. <laughs> but um, as a gamer in general, that's concerning to me because. You know, Xbox, they have to be a little concerned about this. Like you said, there's been a lot of controversy. They had to make a big change at the last minute um, back with their their deal with E3. And mm. so far, it doesn't look like it's paying off for them. It, it, this is not, like you said, this is not the first game to outsell on PS4, uh, to sell higher on PS4 than Xbox One. Exactly. And so... And, and though market share could be a part of it, the, the fact that performance is also an issue is is really concerning. So Microsoft has to be wondering, okay, what do we do next? How do we how do we improve the Xbox? How do we fix this? Yeah, it's um, quite interesting because um, with the PS3 and Xbox 360, it was kind of the other way around. A lot of the third party games were they were kind of buggy on PS3, and they ran better on 360 at least for the first couple of years. So that's interesting. Now, Paul, um, Ben, anything to add on this at all? I mean, like you said, I think it's simple market share. The PS4 is more, but I don't think it's that much more. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I know Tomb Raider has historically always been a PlayStation franchise. You know, it's always sort of been associated, especially in the PS1 days. And I suppose another factor is people are hungry for new games on the new console. So that's well, why it's sold. If I might add something there. Yeah. I, I don't, what were those figures again? You said um, PS4 had 60-something percent? 69 and Xbox One, 31. Okay, that can't be mostly market share. It, it, like you said, it has to be a small amount because back yeah. in, in January, um, Xbox had 3 million units sold and Sony yeah. had 4.2. That's, yeah. that's certainly not 69. That's certainly not the difference between 69 and 31. That's, that's, yeah, that's exactly, a huge yeah. margin. So there's something else at work here besides just market share. Yeah, maybe like you said, Paul, it's because they're um, it's just um, synonymous with PlayStation, Lara Croft. You know, always has been for a long time. I think um, oh, I wish I could remember how um, what the ratio was for the original version on PS3 and 360. I can't remember, but Some more 360. Did it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that, that's simple market share, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, ben, anything to add at all? <laughs> First of all, I want to say stop buying it so I can buy a copy, please. And that laugh is amazing. That that laugh needs to be like my ringtone or something. <laughs> um, and secondly, the difference between the two—not I'm not talking about the actual sales, but the difference between the two two systems this generation is a lot more important than it was last generation. See, last generation the PS3 was slightly more impressive than the 360. But it was a pain in the ass to program for. Uh, that is why it took so long for the two versions to be equal. Not to mention the price of the PS3 uh, when it first yeah. came out. Well, it's not just the price. It's, as I said, the reason why they probably didn't want to focus on making it equal is because it wasn't selling well because of the price. The hardware was hard to code for. The 360 was just plain cheaper and easier. Um, but the problem is Microsoft does not have that advantage this generation the PS4 is easy to program for it's cheaper and the two advantages they had before have now become advantages for Sony and I can actually see third party games being the gap actually increasing over time unlike the previous generation where it decreased 
Yeah. That's some very, very fair point. Actually, that's a whole new discussion in a way. Um, yeah, anyway, but yeah, I agree. Tomb Raider yeah. is, looks good and you should buy it if you can find a copy. <laughs> if you can find a copy! Yeah, <laughs> if you found a PS4 unit in the first place, that's hard enough. Now you got to find Tomb Raider. Yep. <laughs> Funny enough, I actually saw someone walking down the street with a PS4. You know, just a box, not in a bag or anything. Just randomly walking down the street. Oh, that's weird. That's wow. probably all he has, though. He probably just has the box. Yeah. He probably yeah. No, no console. No console in it. <laughs> just a box. Yeah. He's given the box that it just has a note in it saying, "This will arrive next month." <laughs> okay, cool, guys. Thanks for that. Um, next up um, on the agenda is GTA Five. Um, Take Two has announced that the game has shipped a staggering thirty-two point five million units since its release last September. Uh, wow. This was revealed during um, Take Two's um, Q3 2004 earnings call uh, a few days ago. Um, unsurprisingly, um, the game is now one of the um, highest-selling games of all time uh, among the likes of Wii Sports, uh, Minecraft, Tetris, Mario Kart Wii, and Super Mario Brothers. The other one, uh, the original one, obviously. Um, GTA Five and Sal as well. Um, I'm not at all surprised by this. It's um, it was always going to sell by, uh, sell a truckload. Let's face it. Um, I'm still convinced that we'll see it come out on next gen as well at some point, and definitely PC. Um, but um, I don't know. Uh, yay, I guess. <laughs> yep, for um, take two. Uh, what do you guys think? You played GTA Five. Do you think it deserves the amount of um, attention it's got? What do you reckon, guys? Uh, anyone can start. Um, I, was, I might as well be the, the downer before everyone else praises it. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but then I'm not a huge fan of GTA in the first place. But I can understand why it gets such good sales, and it does deserve it. It, it. it is a good game, even if I don't like it myself. Very diplomatic, Ben. Yeah. And <laughs> then the funny bit: it's over nine million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and echo Ben there. I'm not a huge uh, GTA person, but it's goodness for it to sell that much in in this amount of time. That's remarkable. Oh, ship, should I say? Yeah, sh- um, ship is the key word there, not sell. Oh, ship. but Yeah, okay. shipped. But still, at the same time, you know, that's a hell of a lot of sales. That is. All the same, yeah. So if they can yeah. sell them all, hey, you know, that good on them. Good job. Congrats to you, Take Two. Um, you deserve it. That's that's remarkable. And let's hope they can fund um, a new game like Red Dead Redemption 2 or Agent. <laughs> yeah, those Agent, ones would be Agent. Right. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paul, uh, do you have anything to add about that, mate? I mean, I think I'll sort of change tone slightly. I did like GTA Five, but I didn't think it was as good as Vice City or San Andreas. Really? Ah, that's interesting. I haven't actually played it yet. I'm still playing GTA Four because I'm behind. I only got into GTA recently. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, it's so better than four. Five's better than four. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, four yeah, is pretty bad. Uh, Everyone seems to be very harsh and full for some reason. That's I don't know why it's bad. <laughs> What's so bad about it, though? I mean, I'm actually quite. To me, it seems like. I mean, I came. Let's put this into context. I came off playing Vice City Stories, Vice City, and Liberty City Stories first. Those are the only three games I've played and completed. Have you not played the console Vice City or San Andreas? I played Vice City. Have you not played San Andreas? No, not San Andreas. But and so compared to you know, I went on to GTA 4 after that, and you know, it's, it just seems like GTA 4 on. You know, on PS3, obviously it looks a hell of a lot better than the others did. And, you know, mis- you know, the same sort of sandbox gameplay, the missions, the, you know, the um, the cars and everything like that. It just seems like GTA, just better graphics. Uh, I mean, uh, it- 
Well, San Andreas has a lot more stuff in it than four, and uh, I mean a lot more stuff. Yeah, I, I heard about that's, the um, and that's where sort of the negativity comes from because they cut a lot of stuff away from San Andreas to four, and that's where I think the problem. Uh, yeah, I, I did hear that argument. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't wasn't there a lot of RPG elements or something yeah. in San Andreas? Like you could, yeah, yeah. So like cool. you could like go to the gym or eat food, oh, make really really fat. I can make him like you. You must lose anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Oh well, that's fair enough. Um, like I, like I said, I haven't played five. I've seen it been played, and it seemed really it seemed really cool. But I can't really add much else to that. Um, okay. Um, moving on to um another big um. Well, I'm not. Well, it's, yeah, technically a franchise. Um, the Last of Us. This is a rumor that um, Sony will release a Game of the Year edition of The Last of Us for PlayStation Four this summer. Uh, this is via a tipster on the official PlayStation forums via uh, BehindGames.com. Um, basically, he says that um, he can't name the source because somebody at Sony will lose his job. I quote. Uh, he also says that Beyond Two Souls will be getting the same Game of the Year treatment. Um, I loved the last of us and i've actually been meaning to play it again and to be honest with you if i knew it was coming on ps4 i would wait and buy it on ps4 rather than go through it on ps3 again because i'd love to have it on ps4 simply because you know it'd just be great to have it on there and not worry about pushing up consoles all the time not that that's a big problem for me but still it'd be pretty cool um um it would kind of make sense to me if the sales you know if there's demand for it which i'm pretty sure there is that would um i can see it happening um Anyway, what do you guys think? Do you reckon it will happen? Would you want it to happen? Uh, let's start with blah, 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 blah. let's start with Glenn. You know, would I want it to happen? That's a no-brainer, of course. Yes, bring it on. Um, the Last of Us is a fantastic game. Naughty, Naughty Dog just has a, a knack. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> studio. Naughty Dog just has a knack for making games that are just iconic. Uncharted yeah. 3, IGN of all sites gave Uncharted 3 a 10. Uh, IGN's known for being stingy with their, their scoring, and they gave Uncharted 3 a 10. So they have the Uncharted series, they have Crash, they have The Last of Us. They're just so good at making these iconic games. If it's coming to PS4, if you haven't played The Last of Us, just wait. Just wait until July. Get it on PS4, because if there is any graphical improvement in that game that makes it even better than it was on the PS3, it'll be worth it. So wow, just yeah. up on PS4. So yeah, bring it on. Thank you, thank you, Naughty Dog. Thank you, Sony. The Last of Us on PS4. I can't wait. Okay, I think we've established that Glenn yep. likes The Last of Us. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, he's just we, a bit. We, we, we can from we can confer from that that he's human. So that's good. Um, I, I'm alive. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm alive. Um, no pun intended. Again, different story, <laughs> different game or whatever. Um, Paul, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I want it to happen. I mean, I've only done one playthrough on PS3. I've not touched the multiplayer at all. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd like to sort of play on PS4 because there was some sort of technical niggles and things like that which sort of took out the experience, particularly, like, I noticed a lot of popping, you know, as you were moving along, you saw sort of things come into view. And I think with the PS4, it should sort of just tighten it up a bit, sort of get rid of some of the imperfections and make it even better. Yeah, fantastic game. Even yeah. I'm having trouble conceiving how the graphics could look any better because that game is amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people talk about Beyond Two Souls being the best. I mean, that's a, that amazing looking game as well. But I think the last, I thought the Last of Us was the best looking game to come out last year. This Not year, Beyond. So I don't know. This year, if they were to make another Last of Us for PS4, 
I um, not probably not this one. This would just pretty much be upscaled, I'd imagine. But um, yeah. if they were to make another Last of Us on PS4, I'd be interesting to see how it looks because those new screenshots of Infamous Second Son. Oh my goodness, those are beautiful. So oh, I, I haven't seen them yet. Go go check them out. They're on the okay on the front uh, page. Yeah, yeah. Go check shame, them out now. Shameless <laughs> plug. They're on PSU for anyone who's who's curious. You know? Yeah, PSU.com. Go there now. Yeah. Yeah. Go there now. See those infamous yeah. stuff, and then. Yeah. Then once you've wiped the drool away, come back. <laughs> the um, new screenshots for that are gorgeous. If they were to make a Last of Us 2, I don't even know. My brain might not be able to handle it. <laughs> you and me both, mate. Um, ben, how about you? Uh, Regarding the Last of Us port for PS4. I'm on the fence. As much as I would like it, there has been yeah. a lot of ports onto the new console already. True. And it would be nice to just to see a Last of Us 2 instead. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, I'd love to yeah, see that. Because, if I had a choice, I'd go for number two, of course. Yeah, because a, a port is sort of... It's a, it's, as much as you love the game, there is still not, it's still not the same effect if you're playing it again as if you played it the first time, I find. But it's a good game. Yeah. And I think because of how late in the generation it was, I think yeah. that if there is a port, it would be so good, it would be surprising about... Because... I think the models would actually have been aimed and the whole environments would probably have been aimed for the PS4 then downscale to the PS3. So if there is a port, hmm. chances are the graphics will be insane, even if it's just a, a port because they would have sort of designed it for that sort of thing. Awesome, man. Good little um, coming at it from a slightly more technical angle there. Nice one, Ben. Okay, um, speaking more of um, uh, technical um, muscle, shall we say, another game that's looking the business is, as you know, let's change that. It needs to be more British. Looking the dog's bollocks is The Order 1886. And in this case, um, in an interview with Ready, um, interview, interview with Ready at Dawn Boss, oh my God, this name, Rue Wirashuria by German website Play Free reveals The Order 1886, one of Sony's high-profile PS4 releases in 2014, will be locked at 30 frames per second. Um, this um, it's still um, I believe running out at um, 1080p, but it's not 60 frames per second, which is the big kicker there. But um, anyway, this is um, obviously one of the biggest games coming out this year. I believe it's out in quarter four, 2014. Um, for, uh, it's looking really, really good. It's in a kind of steampunk alternate uh, reality London, a Victorian kind of London setting, where you're against um, these sort of mutant beasts, from what I remember, and it's looking. It's looking really, really good. As uh, we previously said, it's uh, known internally as Sony's um, first Naughty Dog game, apparently, allegedly, should we say. Um, but yeah, um, what do you guys think about this? Do you think it ma- will matter too much? Are you bothered about the fact it's not going to be 60 frames per second? I mean, for me personally, I'm not a techno-, techno buff like this. I really, really don't mind at all. I, um, as long as it looks good, as long as it plays well and it looks good, I don't mind if it's not 60. That's just my personal uh, viewpoint. How about the rest of you guys? Let's start with Ben on this one. <laughs> about that um, I, I'm not fussed the fact that it's running at 30 frames over 60 because I don't as long as it stays at 30 and is capped at 30 I am happy with that uh, yes yeah it's locked at yeah, 30 yeah, yeah that is good and yeah. I don't care it's the order just give me give me give me give me give me give me oh good good and I find it a bit <laughs> weird though I know it's because that's what they're aiming for the cinematic experience yeah. While you're playing, you've got the two black bars as well, which could be a pain. 
Oh, the old black bars. Yeah, because yeah. you've got two black bars, one at the top and one at the bottom. So, so wasn't that something that um, I, I was I seem to remember seeing that stuff in the PS One days for like yeah. hell versions of games, whereas the American ones weren't because they were sixty frames, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, the... it was, we had 50 hertz and they had oh, 60 hertz. That's it, 50 hertz. Yeah, I, I remember that because it is, I don't want to go off tangent too much, but I remember playing the, um, you know, Resident Evil 2 on a PlayStation, yeah. obviously, and then I imported it for my GameCube, which is American. Yeah. And I remember playing it and thinking, wow, God, you know, you really noticed the difference between those two frame rates. It was, yeah. you know, it's just, it's quite amazing when you compare them. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. It's um, because but... our, our standards, uh, Standard definition telly was designed to run the 50 hertz. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the yes, the Americans weren't. So. Yeah. Yeah. But even back with the Mega Drive, you know, back then. Oh wow. <laughs> Sonic One was 50 hertz, and Sonic One in America was 60 hertz. They still had the differences back then as well. Jeez. Um. Cool, man. Um. Okay, Paul. What do you reckon about that? Uh, 30 frames per second for the order. Uh, I'm fine with it as long as it's stable. Cool, cool. I hate frame rate drops, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. How about you, mate? Are you joining us on the bad wagon as long as it's locked? You know, I do. I don't get why everyone makes such a huge deal about the 60 frames per second thing. Neither oh, do oh, I. Oh, let me let me rephrase. 60 frames per second is really nice. It provides for some really smooth motion. But to tell the truth, 30 frames per second is pretty much the standard still. You know, it's it's not that big a deal, but everyone, you know, oh, it's thirty frames, it's thirty frames per second. Oh no, we're gonna die. It's yeah. we'll be fine, okay? It's it's gonna be great. I echo these guys as long as there aren't any frame rate issues, then thirty frames per second isn't gonna kill anyone. Yeah, I, I totally agree with Glenn. There's so much, n- oh, I don't know what the phrase is. I think so much nerd rage on the internet about people going, oh my, yeah, like you said, oh my god, it's thirty. That sucks, and all this shit. It's like Jesus, man, you know. Just there's, this whole, game. there's this whole mentality that something has to be quote unquote next gen. Yeah, okay? yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter if you know what that means or not. It has to sound next gen to people, or they don't like it. And that's that's just weird. Like just enjoy a great game, which yeah, exactly. looks like it's going to be. A lot of the trouble is from what I've seen. You know, you get a lot of these PC elitists always bringing down, always disparaging like next-gen consoles because they're not as you know they can't do 60 frames per second or they're not the visuals are going to be outdated in a few years you know i see all these sorts of comments it's so it's so snobby you know really it's, just... it's childish yeah it's it childish. Is, seriously yeah play your game on what you want to play your game on okay and let the rest of us get our game on with what we want to play our game on okay? and enjoy it exactly yeah. yeah exactly okay um next um now, um, we all know who Michael Pactor is, don't we? Uh, whether or not... Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I know that guy. Yes. Um, yeah. Who that man? Who that man? Um, okay, he's come out, he's looked into his um, crystal ball again, and he's come to the conclusion that PlayStation Now is, I quote, a joke. Um, okay, yeah, this is, um, uh, speaking in the latest issue of Game Informer, Pactor said, PlayStation Now is a joke. There is no publisher that is going to license content content that's less than two years old because they would be concerned that they can't sell as many copies if they can make it available for subscribers. Oh, sorry, I can't see because my um, (laughs) Skype window is covering the text. (laughs) If they make it available for subscription or rental, this has no prayer of working, none, uh, unquote. Um, PlayStation now, of course, is the um, cloud service um, that's uh, uh, being rolled out um, in the US, I believe, later this year, I think around summer, although we probably won't see it. We'd be in the U- um, UK and Europe, won't see it until next year. Um, 
I admittedly um, haven't read into PlayStation Now as much as I probably have should, so I'm not really sure of the kind of like the intricacies of this. As far as I understand, it's a service that allows you to stream older uh, PlayStation 3, 2, and 1 games on your on your PS4 and other various devices. Am I right on that? That's correct. Yeah, so I can't uh, really see how that's a bad thing. I don't know. I don't exactly know what he's trying to say there. So um, I'm going to hand this to you guys on this. So hopefully I can learn a bit from this. So Ben, you you sounded like you were going to say something. What are you? I was going to say. Um, first of all, mm-hmm. it won't stream PS1 or PS2 titles at launch. It will only stream PS3 titles, from what oh. I, I hear. Okay, that's still good. Though, uh, right? The beta is currently going on in America to test out the features. Yeah. It went live start of this month. Yeah. People have started playing it now already. In fact, one of the fe- one of the games that's playable on the surface is Killzone Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I've seen a little video. Yes. We didn't see that video, <laughs> did we? Uh, but go to YouTube, you might see that video magically. Uh, wow. But I, I agree. I don't agree with Patcher, but I agree there might be issues at launch. I don't think for the same reason he thinks. Yeah. But I think there will be issues at launch because it is such a new, different type of service that there's going to yeah. be bugs, of course. Well, the thing that I personally see, this is coming from a, a PAL gamer, um, I can. Uh, the issues I see is that not uh, the broadband connection isn't might not be as good at all for some people because in america yeah. it seems more widespread and um but when you ever you hear about <laughs> this kind of thing whenever you hear about this kind of thing they always say about how europe hasn't got like a very good overall con- um high speed internet is the rest of the world so i don't know how true that is but that's the only thing i can see happening yeah i i, I, I don't see that being true yeah i remember you mentioning that some but yeah you didn't think that was That's... the case for a few other things as well yeah because i i've not met a single american that has a what i would consider a, a standard connection for us because our standard i don't know about the rest of europe but the uk yeah, standard wide, connection wide, speed wide uk's connection speed is currently average at 14 meg that yeah, is that's that a lot, the, isn't it? Yeah, that's the UK average. You lot. need 5 meg for PSL, so we're at least double the speed needed oh, wow. for it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe those. Maybe they're talking about the rest of um, you know, Europe. I'm not sure. So, yeah. oh right, well I don't really see any. Yeah, I mean, they're bound to iron up some bugs at launch, but it sounds like it sounds like a really good damn service to me. I mean, uh, um, as long as it's stable, obviously. I mean, you're playing games through the cloud, so as long as there's no um, as long as it's smooth and everything, I can't really see a problem yeah. with that. I just really hope they do eventually churn out PS1 and 2 games later down the line, but that's just my yeah. um, view. Um, cool, thanks for that, Ben. Um, how about Glenn? What do you think? Michael Pactor. Okay, when I picture Michael Pactor, I picture an intelligent but depressed man who lives in a world where nothing works. <laughs> nothing around him works. And so when something comes out, he expects, well, nothing, well, this isn't going to work. Uh, I, I guess, I suppose, unless it belongs to Xbox. But uh, this, the PlayStation Now is a joke, he says. He says that there's going to be no content for it. Um, no one's going to license content for it that's less than two years old. Well, I have a company for you to look up, Nipactor. It's called Gamefly, okay? They, it's, it's a rental service. Now they don't do a subs- they do a subscription thing, but they do rentals basically. Mm-hmm. So this 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 is kind of similar to that, except it's more on demand. All right, and GameFly is working just fine. So I don't see like 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 Ben said, there's probably going to be some issues in the beginning. You know, yeah. it's it's something brand new. There's a beta going on. There's going to be some bugs, 
but I think so far there's a lot of hype behind it and it's the only thing of its kind that's coming out right now. There's no way that it doesn't have a prayer. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't fail, all right? Anything can happen. But to say that this has no prayer of working, that's a little, that's a little harsh, okay? PlayStation now, I, I, I think that it's going to go pretty far. Nicely said. Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. Um, Paul, last but not least, yeah. how about you? Um, well, there's something Michael Pat conveniently forgot, and that's PS Plus. I mean, look at the games that are on PS Plus. How many of those are less than a year old? Yeah. You know, you've exactly. had Bioshock Infinite. That's yeah. recently come on. That's less than a year old. That's just one example. There's so loads of it. <laughs> yep. You've had uh, Metal Gear Rising. That's less than a year old. So he's talking at his ass. I mean, nothing we don't know is what price is such a Sony going to have. I'm guessing they're going to have some kind of subscription where you can get access to a selection of games or maybe even all of them. And then you'll probably have been able to rent or buy games a la carte so on their own. So potentially this could actually make more money for publishers than PS Plus does. And publishers have no problem putting the games on that when it's less than a year old. So that's a good point. Yeah, go go for it, Glenn. The PlayStation Now is going to be uh, streaming PS3, PS2, and PS1 games. Okay. Now, just to remind everyone, we're on the PS4. So a a couple years down the road, yes, every game that's on PS Now is going to be over two years old because that's what it's for. Okay, it's for streaming games that are on the previous consoles. So, yeah, older games are going to be on PS now. That's precisely what it's for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He obviously hasn't read into that, I guess. <laughs> That's the whole point, isn't it? It's, a, it's, it's to re- essentially, because it doesn't have backwards compatibility, this is the way around it, you know, keeping up with the new age and everything, going, going via the cloud. Exactly, and as it matures, it's going to go to mobile devices as well. You yeah. know, it's going to go to... Um, Sony's TVs. These are places that console games have never gone before. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Tobolugo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks for that, guys. That was actually a really good discussion. Let's hope um, Pactor listens to our podcast. There are some good things in life, Michael Pactor, and I hope you find some. That's all I've got. <laughs> Let's just hope the Be download happy. doesn't fail. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is our final news story to wrap up, guys, and it's on um, Call of Duty. Um, Sledgehammer Games, and this is written by Kyle Brown. Sledgehammer Games, a studio that co-developed Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 with Infinity War 2011, will suddenly develop the next Call of Duty installment, Activision announced during an earnings call today. This was on the 6th of February. Um, the announcement comes alongside news that Call of Duty Games will enter a three-year development cycle with Sledgehammer Games, Treyarch, and Infinity War rotating development duties each year. Uh, Carl goes on to say that by this logic, Treyarch's next uh, Call of Duty game uh, following Black Ops 2 should arrive in 2015, when Affinity Wars follow-up to Ghosts will drop in 2016. Um, this um, uh, uh, Sledgehammer, obviously, they contributed to Modern Warfare 3, as Carl said. Um, I think this is a good step for the series. I, I, I have played a lot of Call of Duty games. I'm probably one of the only people who likes them for the story missions. I haven't touched multiplayer, but it's just I just refuse to do it. Uh, it's just everything I hate about online gaming, and I'm not going to go into that. Um, but uh, if if the games are going to get more more development time, then as far as I'm concerned, that's only that's a good thing because those games they're only they to me they just seem like incremental updates each year with only a different storyline and setting. And if this means they end up get more development time, 
hopefully they'll be able to inject some more um, um, just more variety into it and just obviously you know a new game engine would be nice as well as far as I'm concerned it's a good thing for the series whether or not you know it's Call of Duty Marmite these days people either love it or hate it I I, um, I wouldn't say I hate it I still like it but I haven't really followed the last game or two but I guess this is a good thing I mean it depends what you think about the series like I said so um, uh, uh, yeah Paul what do you reckon? Um, well, to me, Call of Duty is dead. I'm finished with that series. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really uh, Yeah, well, I was. I was once upon a time uh, when yeah. Call of Duty 4 came out. I love that game. One of my favourite games of all time. But oh yeah, oh, yeah. They've just. Oh, it's kind of depressing, really, seeing what well, sort of what they've done to it. They've sort of the community that's fostered the whole sort of sort of carrot on a stick gameplay the whole unbalanced weapons and everything about that i've just sort of finished with it now i've I've discovered battlefield so and that's got its problems as well but that's for another time fair play um ben how about you i I gather you won't have too much to say about this actually you're right i've got pretty much nothing to say except for oh (laughs) oh call of duty (laughs) yeah Well, yeah. well, yay. Well, yeah. Enjoy. As a host, I try to be diplomatic with mine. You know, said you know, even though I'm not too big of a fan. It's um, you know, it's good for the series. So hopefully, I'll carry the whole. I'll try and balance it out. But you guys can go full guns blazing. Um, so Glenn, what about- oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go full guns blazing. I'm gonna behave. Oh, okay. But I'm just gonna go. Oh, yay! Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> yay! Okay, well. cool. Um, finally, Glenn. Um, this is actually the last um news story. So how about you round things off? What do you reckon about this one? Uh, Call of Duty, do you, these these reactions, this reaction like Ben's, Call of Duty did that to themselves with this one-year development cycle in the first place. Because you see, Assassin's Creed is doing that, but Call of Duty is not Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is very story-driven, okay? So yep. you can come up with a new story, and you can come up with a new world and recreate it. And, you know, one could say that Assassin's Creed, okay, a year is still a lot for them. But a game like Call of Duty, there is no new story. Okay. The only new, let's just put it this way. When a dog becomes a selling point for the game, you're doing something (laughs) wrong. Okay. You're doing something (laughs) wrong. So a three-year development cycle will only help Call of Duty at this point. Um, It will give people a break from it because I think people are really starting to get tired of hearing the words Call of Duty. Okay. Call of Duty this, Call of Duty that, let's play Call of Duty. Okay. I'm, I'm, People are getting tired of hearing about Call of Duty and people are getting tired of playing Call of Duty because with this one-year development cycle, there is not much more compelling content that you could add every single year to a game like Call of Duty. So yeah. this three-year so this three development cycle, it will give the developers a chance to refresh themselves. It will give them time to think and time to plan and to add something really compelling to the game. And if there is anything that can extend Call of Duty's life, it's more compelling content than a, a, a dog, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like that dog. I kind of wanted to play Ghosts for that dog. That's, that's what they wanted, but that's just such a... Of all the things to sell a game, a dog, okay? Not that the dog's doing anything special. He's just in the game. He's like a random companion. Like, <laughs> I think they can do better, and I think this will give them a chance to. Yeah, and Scooby-Doo, yeah. that's for sure. Now, that's a dog. <laughs> Scooby. You know what they should add in the... Well, if you've got, if you've got one of the other defining features of this first-person shooter military game... That they piped the entire time it was in development for. 
you forgot you forgot it didn't you Glenn sorry fish physics remember there's dynamic fish AI oh <laughs> yeah Core G Ghost has dynamic fish AI oh look out dynamic yeah, they, fish they, yeah they actually don't you remember when they first announced it at E3 I think it was they're like oh we have a dog and we have dynamic fish AI no other game has such realistic fish. Well, no, it's just the fact that you're making a first-person shooter game, and one of your main points is fish. That is when you know you kind of jump in the shark. You've fallen at that point. Now, if they'd done a dynamic weather system, or well, I guess Drive Club doesn't have a weather system per se, but the dynamic lighting effects and the, and the dyna- things that really improve the graphics of the game, like Drive Club's been working on, then, yeah, that would be a good selling point. But a dynamic fish AI, you know, a dog, come on, you guys can do better. I want you to do better, okay? Call of Duty is one of the biggest franchises out there. And you developers, if you are hearing my voice right now, you have a chance here, do better. We want you to do better, okay? Bring the next Call of Duty in a few years and make it incredible. Also, isn't there Wolf DLC? I'm sure there is. Oh, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a look. Maybe, I'm sure maybe, there's some maybe Wolf... Maybe yeah, Wolf yeah. Skin DLC pack. <laughs> yeah, so you can uh, make your dog look like a wolf. Uh, only, only for the small price of... One sec, how much was it? Uh, I think it was quite cheap, actually. It was... No, it doesn't say online, but I'm sure it was about three or four quid. That's not cheap. Just for... I know, I'm being <laughs> sarcastic oh, there. I got pointy ears... <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh, this is making me depressed. Yeah. Now let's move on. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's uh, that's the news. That was the news. Um, oh no, it was two dollars. Sorry, I was oh, wrong. Okay. Still, Still too much. Still, <laughs> yeah, it should be free. Um, okay, let's move on now to our um, main sort of main topic, um, guys. We just um, um, roughly about yes, we are a week into February now, and um, this is probably the this is the first big month of the year for um, obviously major releases because last year was pretty tame by comparison to the last couple of years um we've got um obviously we've got final fantasy lightning returns um we've got quite a few other cool games coming out as well um what's um what's so what's on your radar for this month guys what are you looking to get um ben we'll start with you well that's good because i've got a simple list of lightning returns that is it so you have decided to get that instead of the um headset oh no see i can't decide i want (laughs) both yeah but I kind of want Lightning Returns. But I'm also going to buy Lego next week, but that's with a mate, so it won't cost me the full price. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we split we split the price on the Lego game. Uh, we only do it for the trophies. Trophies! Trophies! <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Um, Thief does look good, but... March is an expensive month, so I'm going to have to behave myself. Now, have you noticed that this is the first podcast that I've ever been in lately that Ben has not mentioned the word Warframe? Well, I'm trying not to mention words (laughs) such as that. Plus, it's already out yet, so I can't mention it yet. (laughs) Warframe. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. Final Fantasy. um, Final Fantasy, new headset would be nice if I can afford it. If not, I'll probably just buy the Collector's Edition strategy guide to go with the game, just because it's shiny. Fair enough. And 
yeah, that'd be about reason. Okay, well, before I go into, um, okay, um, how about you, Glenn? Anything on your radar for this month? Actually, oh man, not really. The um, to, to to tell the truth, I was looking forward to Infamous Second Son. There was a time when we thought that it might come out in February. Yeah, but it's it's coming out in March. So that was the game, and then um, it, it's coming out in March, and I haven't really bothered to look into stuff coming into. In, in February, although I've heard there are some pretty interesting things coming along. Lightning Returns is, is becoming a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, so February's not going to be a bad month by any means. I'm just kind of, I've, I've kind of got my eyes on a prize on March 21st. Oh, okay. That, I, that I'm looking forward to. Well, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. For the record, we have Final Fantasy Lightning Returns. As I said, we've also got Thief. Four or just Thief. We've also got Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. Um, so those are three big games. And we've got uh, Rayman Legends on next-gen consoles. Um, Earth Defense Force for, current, uh, for PS3. Um, uh, also, um, we've just got... Um, oh, God damn it. Is it Tokidon? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah that's the, that, that game looks amazing. That's the, yeah, that's, um, uh, let's just say Ben... Um, is quite intimately involved with that game, shall we say. Yes. Um, I can't talk about anything yeah, else. Yeah, we've also got the um, Far Cry Classic coming out on PS3 as well, and the um, bundle. Uh, but I think we established last podcast that there's um, some um, discrepancies there between the North American and the uh, European release there. One of, um, like I, what was it, Ben? Was it the um, Far Cry Classic? Far Cry collect, um, collection in the US doesn't include the original one. Is that what you said, or was it the other way around? Yeah, from what we could work out, it does not c- contain yeah. the original. Well, if, but whether this is old data or not, yeah. because the European one, from what I knew, didn't have it until recently, yeah. so I had no idea that we get, were getting it. So it could be that a lot of sites maybe have the wrong information after being told the wrong information. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, Who knows? Yeah. Okay. You'll find out when it's out. Yes, yes, we will. Of course, oh, we also got the, um, obviously, um, on the hardware, we got the um, PlayStation Slim in the UK. PlayStation Vita Slim, sorry, in the UK. Um, <laughs> Rip off. Comes with the um, uh, Vita <laughs> Indie Pack as well, Mega Game Pack. So, um, moving on, Paul, um, what do you make of that lineup? Are you anything on your radar at all? Uh, not new releases, no. I might sort of look at sort of maybe things dropping price, I think. Cool. Yeah, I know Turaway is going on sale soon on PSN, so I think I might finally get Turaway. Great game, that is great game. Yes, that's an amazing game. You should buy Brilliant it game. straight away. I I got Turaway when it went on sale over the holidays, and I haven't gotten to play it yet because I let my friend borrow my PS uh, my Vita. Forget it. Back. I have, okay. I have gotten, well, I wanted her to play Persona Four Golden, and she hasn't finished yet because she's in college like me, and I just don't have the heart to ask for it back. she's playing an amazing game like Persona 4 Golden it is, it's worth it, I want her to play it I, want, I, I can wait, I want her to play it <laughs> um, let's um, just um, rewind the clock slightly and we've also, um, uh, in terms of February we also had Outlast come out as well which was earlier this week, um, who's actually played that game because it's meant to be really good I, I haven't had the courage yet to, I've downloaded it right. but that's as far as I've got I did have a laugh though because my friend was watching a, a live stream on the live you know, and it had in a room with chili and there was actually some, some there was a uh, a girl playing the game constantly talking to some guy off screen called chili so she joked sent me a message saying why am I in that room 
<laughs> in, in a different country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, how about but the yeah. rest of you? Have you played Outlast at all? I have not oh. played Outlast. I've heard of it, though. Yeah. I've heard some good things about it. Yeah, same here. It um, appeals to me because it's meant to be a survival horror game. Is that right, Ben? Yes, and I, I've got an amazing idea now. I, I just had a brainstorm. My brain has just gone ding. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and this is rarely happening, so I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> okay, go uh, on. We should do a live podcast while we play Outlast. Wow, that's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> Reaction time. So, so we could record how shit scared we are. Perhaps we could. to scare me. Perhaps we could do it on um, on Twitch or something so people can actually see oh, what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Bend them behind the couch. <laughs> so that we're all just not making I don't have sense. a. I need to buy a couch to hide behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, um. Like I said, this month is pretty cool. Um, it's shaping up to be pretty good. Um, Thief, um, it's interesting. I've actually been doing a lot of reading on Thief, and I've, I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those games that isn't going to be quite as good as it could have been. There's been a few negative previews out there. Um, I'm not trying to... I don't really like kind of like tainting things before they come out, but I'm just saying, you know, it's um, proof is in the pudding in terms of the previews I read. So there haven't been some... Um, OPM, I don't think they were all that impressed. Dodgy AI from what I saw, so... Um, I'm, be cu- I'm curious to see how that shapes up. Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2, I really, really want to play the original one, so obviously I'm not going to get that yet, but it's, um, I've always been a fan of Castlevania. I, I played the original one, you know, when I was a kid years ago, and I just kind of like, for some reason, I never picked any of the others up, and I got back into it with, um, oh, God, the DS one. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It's the first DS one, Dawn of Fate or something. I can't remember. Anyway, it was really, really good. A classic 2D style, and... Uh, I downloaded Symphony, Symphony of the Night for um, PSV, to, PSV to via the PlayStation Store. That's the uh, PlayStation 1 Classic. So I'm trying to get my Castlevania on lately. But this Lords of Shadow 2 sounds great because it's got uh, a more open environment. You're actually playing it as Dracula this time. And so there's new powers and everything. So it sounds really, really cool. And um, it's meant to be a lot um, larger in terms of game length as well. Um, Lightning Returns... Um, what do we actually all think about Final Fantasy XIII, the whole trilogy and stuff? Are we, you know, are we fans of that? Because there's a lot of, um, there seems to be a lot of love hate for that. Ben, um, what's your viewpoint on this? I know you're quite strongly, um, one way or the other. Oh, oh, I dislike thirteen. Yeah. I liked thirteen point two. Yeah. I don't know about thirteen point three. I really don't. I. I I like. I want to like it. I really do. Uh-huh. And I think if it had a different name, it wasn't a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. I, I think I'd like it more. I know that sounds weird. Okay. Oh, it's, fair enough. Fair enough. It, it's the the fact that it, it's, it's it's just it it doesn't the, the demo I played didn't feel like a Final Fantasy game. The full game might change my opinion, but the demo didn't feel like it. But at the same time, it felt like a good game. That sounds weird, doesn't it? It didn't feel like... It just felt no, weird. I know what you're saying, actually. I was like that with Resident Evil 4, you know? It's it's like they could change the whole name on this, and it'd be a to- just change the name, and it be, really would be a different type of game. It wouldn't even yeah. be... Yeah, I, I know where you're coming from. Um, uh, How about the rest of you guys? Glenn, um, uh, what would you feel about it, if you've got any you know, experience with it? Final Fantasy... Okay, I, my... First game system that I purchased for myself was a PS2. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I hadn't, I came into the gaming thing kind of, I, I guess, late. 
which is, I can partly thank, thank my mommy for. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, so Final Fantasy, the first Final Fantasy game I ever played was Final Fantasy thirteen. And I played a little bit of, exactly, yeah. I played a little bit of ten. my friend lent it to me, but Final Fantasy thirteen. I, I, I'd have to echo the complaints of everybody. I, I, enjoyed, I was enjoying the story, but what enjoyment I was getting over the story was just sapped away by the horribly linear gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. 30 hours of walking in a straight line and killing enemies, and then I got stuck in a boss. Uh, I, I think his name began with a C or an S, Sid or something like that. And I, I got stuck. I tried several, like, 15 times to beat the guy, and I couldn't, and I just put it down and never picked it back up. Um, I haven't played two or three. I just, I, I, I was just kind of done with Final Fantasy at that point. But Final Fantasy, um, Final Fantasy X, I'm enjoying. Um, I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy 15 when it comes out. Um, cool, that's cool. that story with Noctis, like that that game's on my radar. I'm I'm gonna play Final Fantasy 15, but after Sweet. my first experience with Final Fantasy, honestly, I'm 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 taking a little break here. Cool. I know it might sound weird, but I reckon I know people are gonna go boo hiss. <laughs> How dare you like that girly campy game? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with loads of fan service. I recommend 10.2 as well. To be honest, Glenn. 10.2. I yeah, heard that ten is coming out on Vita soon. Is that true? Uh, March twenty first. Yes, uh, HD remake, but um, yeah. ten and ten point two. Well, and I, that comes out the same day as Infamous, so I think it's March twenty first. I think it's a bit earlier for you guys, actually. Yeah, it's, it's definitely March. I was about to say something's um, taking priority here. <laughs> also, if you pre-order it, you'll also get a free costume for. Well, this is Europe, so say you'll get a free costume for Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns. Hmm. Where you can play as Yuna. I know. Super mega, super special. Awesome. <laughs> um, let's have a look at the release dates. March 18th. Sorry, March 18th. not 21st. Okay. My birthday. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's for America. Well, for us, you'll have to wait till the 21st. Final Fantasy Fifteen doesn't come out for a while, so I'll... I'll... Yeah. Um, I, I've got ten. My friend borrowed it, uh, lent it to me. Let me borrow it on my PS2. So I think I'll get it for Vita. And plus, Glenn, yeah. because it's based on the European edition, you'll get the content that wasn't in the original PS2 version. What? Because there was a lot of content that was cut from the American version before the European one was made. Ah, gotcha. uh, like the Dark Aeons, the uh, they made the spear grid harder, so you had more customization options. Uh, and they added a, a harder boss hmm. as well called Penance. Those were all exclusive to Europe. Gotcha. Also, sorry, sorry about this. 10.2 will also have something called uh, The Last Mission, uh-huh. which, was a, which was Japanese exclusive originally. Wait, it carries on after 10.2. I'm not saying any more than that because you never played it. Right. But it carries on from 10.2. Okay. Sweet. Well. Guess I better get some money. <laughs> Got to play yeah. some games. Yeah, I sold it to him. Yeah, nice words. job, nice job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, lastly, Paul, um, what's your affiliation with Thirteen? The um, whole um, I don't, I can't remember what the is it Crystal Nubilis or something they call it or something like that. The whole the, Chris, 
You know what I'm yeah. talking about, don't you? The whole like Final Fantasy 13 art story arc. They call it a special name for it. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's your, what's your um, whole deal with it? I've never played them, so really. Uh, no, I don't really care. <laughs> Sorry, I was just drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, right I'm not alone. <laughs> no, I haven't played them either. I um, I played no. Final Fantasy VII, and that's it. Um, which was um, you know, I really enjoyed that game. I loved it. I still one of my favorite games ever. And I, even though I would like to play other Final Fantasy games, honestly, I don't think I've got the time right now to be honest, because they they require a lot of dedication. And if I ever want to stop remaining single i don't think i should i don't think i should <laughs> take on another load of rpgs <laughs> so yeah we'll just leave it fair enough uh, yeah. can i just say one small fact before i yeah, end yeah, this yeah sure man go for it okay this this is a fact that not many people know uh did you i think it's eight and nine i think it's i know it's eight for certain if i'm right did you know you can play Pharisee eight with two people um no i did not if you go to the options menu, you can actually select. If you have player two, a uh, two-player controller plugged in, you can actually select two of your teammates to be controlled by player two, so that when you enter a battle screen, player one will make his choices, then player two will make his choices. Oh. Not many people know that. Wow, I had no idea. That's actually kind of cool, I suppose, although limited, but still, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, they make their own choices and all that, so you know, yeah. don't have to worry about the whole team, I guess. Yeah, cool. The more you know. Yeah, cool. Thanks, man. It's interesting. We should have like a daily did you know thing or a, po- a sorry a weekly thing for our podcast. Did you know? <laughs> that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool. Um, okay, um, we're now moving on to um, this will be quite short actually. Uh, reviews. Um, according to this, only one went up uh, this week, uh, which is by you actually, Ben. Um, Surge Deluxe review. Um, PS Vita Puzzle is an absolute gem. Um, you got score this. Wow, this got a ten. Yeah. A ten from you. Um, yeah. I'll do a brief summary, but by all means, I'll sure, um, pass it over to you in a sec. Um, a summary, a brilliant puzzler featuring addictive gameplay, but it's sure to keep you coming back for more. You liked the addictive gameplay, the fluid visuals, the amazing soundtrack, but you disliked the fact there could be a few more puzzles. Um, ben, uh, do you want to say anything about this game in a bit more detail? I actually hate the fact I had to write that dislike, because I knew I had to write at least one dislike. Yeah. And I could not think of anything at all for a dislike. <laughs> That, it is that good. Yeah, you were saying it's very, very good. Because, oh yeah, this is that number you were talking about last podcast, wasn't it? The number you kept yeah, teasing. Yeah, that yeah, was it, but, the Big Ten. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I rarely ever... I, 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 I was sat... I've been, I've been playing it for the last week or so, going, I want to give it a 10. I want to give it a 10, but I don't want to give it a 10, because 10 means super special, amazing fight now. And I just couldn't think of any flaws at all. Not too many of those around on PS and tens, that is. I know, and with the price being announced not long after I gave that review of what I expect, yeah, I thought if the price is too expensive, then that might affect my review. Right. How much was it? Um, I think it's about two pound ninety nine. Oh wow, that's or something like that. Right. Well, it sounds like it's worth the money then. So for a game that's it's, don't expect the most interesting gameplay it's simple but at the same time it's simple enough that it becomes addictive you want to beat your score you want to play it again because you think I can do that I can beat that I I, I, slop, I was sloppy here I know I can do this better cool and you'll just keep playing it and then you'll find out it's 5am in the morning and you've got to be up in two hours <laughs> and that oh, yeah brilliant cool so yeah 
if you've got a Vita and I always recommend pretty much any Future Lab game to be honest oh Future Lab sweet yeah, yeah. cool um, thanks for that Ben um, as I no said problem. unfortunately that was the only review that went up this week it was a bit of a lull there um, but over the next couple of weeks we'll have some good reviews and we also we will definitely bring a, uh, you guys a review for um, The Last of Us's um, DLC which is left behind um, we don't know who's actually doing that right now but we're looking forward to playing that as much as you guys So and we will have the. I just realised I can talk about it really to be honest oh yeah we will have the Tokadom review as well because the review embargo is the same day this should go live. Excellent. So I can say we should have the Tokadom review. When you hear this. <laughs> when you hear this. And I'm not giving the score. I'm not spoiling it. I'm not going to go ooh, magical numbers because you've just got to wait and read on PSU.com. Yes, and you might remember that um, Tokadon, of course, is um, uh, by Tecmo Koei, and we had a guest from Tecmo Koei, um, uh community, yeah. uh, Chin Soon Sun. That's, that's, how, that's his name, isn't it? That's how you pronounce it? That is it? correct. Yeah, just, yeah, I didn't want to butcher his name. <laughs> yeah, and so um, you probably remember us talking about that. I think that was two weeks ago, and um, he was quite excited talking about that game and um, hyping it up a lot, and it certainly sounds like it's... Um, Worth, worth your time so stay tuned for that review guys um, and also oh yeah sorry, sorry, Mike, no, there's always more with well, yeah carry on <laughs> yeah before we leave that yeah. also keep an eye out because we will be giving away copies of Tokadon on PSU.com of course what? yes 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 we'll be giving copies away excellent so keep an eye out on PSU.com can yes, I have PSU.com can I have one no <laughs> no Ben <laughs> I thought we were friends <laughs> uh, you're also a writer it's, oh, oof, it's, yeah, you know our lovely, our lovely readers who have stuck by us all this time yeah and I don't <laughs> want them just just, just to realise I'm holding this can of out in June I'm, I want to make sure I want to win them over <laughs> <laughs> okay guys um, that's our reviews I wish we could talk about um, talk um, a few more things there but it wasn't anything to do unfortunately so um, like I said views will be stepping up um, over the next few weeks um now we'll switch on to um, what we've been playing, guys. Um, I'm not going to start this time because I always do. So let's hand it over to... Actually, let's hand it over to Glenn first. What have you been playing lately, Glenn, in the last week or so? Across uh... any format, it doesn't have to be PlayStation. I've been playing Guild Wars 2. Sweet. When I can, because I, I think I've spent maybe 20 minutes on Guild Wars 2 all week because the, the rest of the time I've been dealing with school stuff. But... I, I love Guild Wars 2. I, I, I did the betas, and I think it's one of the most unique and, and one of the best MMOs out there. Um, and there's no subscription fee. Um, good stuff, great content. Yeah, if you haven't played Guild Wars 2, if you're an MMO person you haven't played, if you, and you haven't played Guild Wars 2, give it a shot. You'll like it. Awesome. Um, anything else, dude, at all? Or has it just been pretty much schoolwork apart from that? Or college, should I say? You well, know, time. I've been I've been going to sleep at like 6 p.m. and waking up at 4 in the morning so that I can do homework. So, wow, <laughs> too much. Oh, man, you have uh, my sympathies. <laughs> Good luck with it all. <laughs> next week should be better. Like, I haven't even gotten to write any articles for PSU this week. I, I asked for the week off. So, next week, I've only got a couple things due, so I should be back full force. That's actually correct. Yes, I remember Stephen, our overlord, PSU overlord, saying that you'd be off this week. So, yeah, your presence has been missed, Glenn. <laughs> well, at least I feel like... The difference is felt when I'm not there. So. Of course, man. Of course. That's special. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to have you. We're pleased you're here with us today, at least. So that's cool. Um, Paul, what have you been playing, mate, the last um, week? I've been playing uh, The Walking Dead. 
uh, the first season from Telltale on the Vita. Uh, I got it on sale. It was on it's on sale on now on the UK store for about six pound. Oh, um, that is such bullshit, man! I bought yeah. that damn thing for, for, for the full price just like a couple of weeks ago, man. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, rage. Yeah, it's fantastic game. Really, it is, really good. isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I, uh, this is your turn. Carry on, Paul. It's just that I love that game as well. I could talk. Yeah, to it you. is. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on <laughs> episode four right now, so I'm Wicked. quite a way into it. Um, yeah. I've also been playing Dust Force, which I will be reviewing uh, ah, on Vita yes. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good game. Pretty simplistic, sort of easy mechanic. Sort of. It's one of those easy to sort of learn, difficult to master. Cool, cool. The Vita version itself has a few problems, though, which I'll go into in the review. And I've also been playing another buggy game, Battlefield 4. <laughs> oh, I know, man. I know. Yeah, PS4, yeah. But I enjoy it when it works, which isn't always all the time. <laughs> it's a really good game. Is that multiplayer or single player when it bugs? Multiplayer. Oh, okay. uh, well, well, the multiplayer bugs can sometimes delete your single player campaign. Oh, okay. Progress. That's yeah. still an issue? For some people, yeah. I mean, I've not had it recently. I mean, I did lose all my campaign progress. I finished the campaign and I lost it and then... I started, I've done the first chapter again on hard, but I've still got that at the moment, so fingers I, crossed. I remember, if, and for those of you who, are, who aren't aware, Battlefield 4, when it first came out some time ago, um, it was having some serious, serious bugs that had people rather unhappy. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that that hasn't been resolved yet. Yeah, still mm-hmm. quite a number of problems with it. Yeah. Mm. They did patch it, didn't they, to get rid of most yeah. of it, or... Well, they've patched it. It's better, but there's still a number of issues with it. it just, mm, the game was never ready to be to come out when it did. It should have yeah. been delayed. It probably shouldn't even be coming out like now. It should probably be coming out next month. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. They rushed that then for Call of Duty, I guess, to try. Yeah, and to beat Call of Duty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For, those who, for those who have it working, I've heard that it's an excellent game. It mm. is when it when it works. It's great. It's probably I hope it is. I still got one. it sitting. I still got it sitting on my shelf, so I'm looking forward to playing it. <laughs> You've not opened it yet. Um, well, I've opened it technically. I just haven't played it. I got rid of oh, the plastic wrapping. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. I don't even do that until I start playing a game. Oh, right. I don't know why. I just, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, well, actually, Paul, um, that's cool about um, Battlefield and, and um, Dust Force as well. Um, uh, latter being from Capcom. Um, I'm really pleased to see you enjoying The Walking Dead because I've been um, I've been waxing lyrical on that for the last few podcasts. So I love it. Yeah. I've had it on Vita as well. I, I've actually played through it twice. I love it that oh, much. Wow. Yeah, I've played through it twice, and I'm, wow. I always want to go through it again. I love it to. I, I those whole kind of like story based adventure games, yeah. which are um you know where you forget you don't yeah, yeah well it's kind of it reminds me of Heavy Rain in a sense that you're not really yeah, yeah you know what I'm yeah you're not really yeah. playing a full amount of the game. It's like, you know, you're do interacting with little puzzles and stuff, but the main thing is the choices you make yeah. and the storyline. I love that kind of stuff. I love yeah, those, exactly. Those, yeah. yeah, I liked Heaven yeah. and I was a big fan. And I liked Telltale's other games that I've played, which is Tales of Monkey Island and Back to the Future. Oh, I, I wish I had played those. I haven't, but yeah. I'm looking forward to um, season two. I just hope they bring it to Vita because I've got the first on Vita. It makes sense to get um, yeah. season two. But yeah, that's great, man. I'm really glad you're enjoying yeah. that. Um, enjoy... Um, enjoy um, uh, 400 days as well because that's part of the package or it should yeah. be anyway yeah. yeah it is cool um, okay I guess I'll go now then Ben can go last um, I've been playing unsurprisingly War Thunder again I've been um, I've got a premium account so I get double XP for everything so I've been finishing oh, off my collection nice. of planes for um, uh, Britain and Germany um, I'm getting right sick and tired of these 
fucking sorry excuse my French my, <laughs> these goddamn bloody Russian planes because I see it, in every any kind of game no matter what it is there's always something that feels like overpowered or like oh that's not fair that kind of thing in this case in War Thunder it's Russian planes specifically yaks they are stupidly overpowered even on the lower tier planes they are they make mince me about anything else and the Americans are severely underpowered. Their planes are shit early on, seriously. Until you get like the, the Mustangs and the P-47s, which are on the higher tier, that it's just so difficult to play. As in the, the Yaks, man, they are just, literally, they've got these massive 37-millimeter cannons. They're like, boom, 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 like that. Literally one or two shots and you're dead. They're so goddamn annoying. But apart from that, I'm getting better at it. I'm, I'm getting much better at my aiming, much better at evasive maneuvers. So I had a great round the other day when I got 11 kills, that's straight kills, and I still have kept the same play throughout the entire match. And that's pretty impressive for a game like War Thunder. Um, it's, oh, I, I think I just, the people were playing, they just position themselves in the right place at the right time, I guess. But yeah, I'm loving that game. I've got all the planes I want to now. I'm really happy with my lineup. So I'll be dipping in and out. It just got updated. So um, when, I think they still... Personally, I still want to see more, more more content added. They need to add the realistic and historical battles from the PC version because they're still missing. So once they do that, it would be even better. And they're introducing crossplay as well, which would be great because that the game came out on PC like this time last year. So there's a heap of players out there. So I can't wait for that. So I've been dipping in on that. Um, apart from that, geez, I don't think I've actually been on anything else. I'm just trying to think. Have I? No, I, I, it's literally just been War Thunder. Um, I've been meaning to, as, <laughs> I've been meaning to go through um, GTA 4 again because I'm working through that. I finished The Walking Dead again, as I said earlier. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably looking to start Soul Sacrifice soon, finish up GTA 4, and then play... Actually, I'm really looking forward to playing The Last of Us, but as I said, I'll probably hold off to see if there's a PS4 vision. And I'm actually having an odd hankering for some old games. I haven't played Silent Hill, the PS3 Silent Hill games for years so i'll probably just go through them uh, which aren't going to take much longer um i think that's about it really i'm looking forward to getting my um dreamcast out again at some point as well i'm in a retro mood at the moment <laughs> but yeah that's um that's pretty much it for me um i'm looking forward to um the last of us left behind as well that well, it's great um ben how about you <laughs> uh well i've been playing tokadon for the review next week yep i'm not talking about it because it's you're gonna to have to wait for the review on psu.com cool but trust me mike if you like soul sacrificed yes will, i love that game you yes. will love this game as well oh okay uh, so hopefully i can sell you the game when the review comes out uh, oh, that is going to be my target my target is to try and sell you the game. Sound me a game. Okay, brilliant. Yes. That shall be my target now. That's, I'm the just, top, I'm a, sorry, Glenn, what was that? Yeah, carry on, Glenn. If, if I can just interject, um, War Thunder, just letting you guys know, us here in the States are still waiting for it. Yes. Yes, we, you are. It's it's s- not out yet. Send it over. Could you not just make a yeah. European PSN account? And um, you can, yes, but you can. But even so, it's um, I cannot believe yeah. that that game isn't out yet. I mean, it was a launch title over here. I, I really, I feel sorry for you guys because if you're into that kind of stuff, it's a great game. And even so, it's still pick up and play when you are in arcade mode. It's um, yeah. They said um, January at the latest, hopefully, but they reiterated a number of times it's down to Sony. So I don't know why they're dragging their heels, but yeah, there I mean, we go. It's, okay. it's up to SEA, unfortunately. I want to get my hands on it. Good man. Well, when, um, hopefully, um, hopefully, um, we're, you might be the one to report the um, game coming out for PSU. You never know. Hey, <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be pretty. I'll good. be looking out. Yeah, man, it, it's, it's got to be soon. Seriously, I mean, it's crazy. It's not out yet. 
Um, sorry, Ben, carry on. <laughs> no problem. Um, Surge Deluxe, I've been playing that a lot when yeah. I have time. Again, it's an addictive game and it's one of those games you can't stop playing if you start playing. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> yes, roll on. Roll. I've been playing Warframe. Oh, oh yes. Fireworks. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, fireworks. Oh, okay. uh, Whenever you're on PSN, like I said, it's like, oh, Chili's on. Yeah, there's Ellie's picture. That's Chili. Yeah. Let me get Warframe. Yeah, yeah Warframe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've, they've added the, the they finished the operation that was on. Uh-huh. Um, anyone who did the operation got some free cards, free mods, and a free gun that's you won't ever get again now. It was only for that operation. Oh, okay. Uh, and PC just got update 12. So we might be getting update 12 in about a month or so, uh-huh. which adds a completely new Warframe, a new mode, and loads of other new cool stuff, which looks good. So I really can't wait for the new update. Um, ben, actually, I've got a question. Um, what um, happened to Final Fantasy Around Reborn? Because there was a time when you were on that a lot. Um, have you like Are you bored of it now, or are you just not, don't have a time? I'm waiting. Oh, okay. Um, PS4 version is April oh, yeah. 2nd. You're waiting to go over to that one, yeah? Yeah. Cool, cool. I want to play it, but at the same time, I, I, I go back to the graphics and the frame rate being so bad. I just... After having the smoothness, the sexy, silky smoothness of the PS4, Yeah. I have trouble with the, the frame rate on 14 because it was pretty bad in the first place. Um, so I'm looking forward to the PS4 beta, which will launch in 15 days. Excellent, man. Great. Um, and... That makes sense. Also, anyone who bought the collector's edition for the PS3 and PC will automatically get upgraded to the PS4 collector's edition when it comes out if you bought the PS3 edition. Sure. Um, so doing that. Yeah. And I you just... won't have to pay it. But I think... I do, they haven't announced this yet, but I'm going to guess it's the same as because this will happen with the PC players. Yeah. When Realm Reborn came out after 14, they got the free copy... But yeah. they only got two free weeks of subscription. Well, normally you get four weeks. So you'll only you might only get two weeks with your free edition. Okay, fair enough. Cool, man. Um, right. Well, we, that brings us to wrapping things up, actually, guys. And before I do that, um, I got our question to our users. Unfortunately, we didn't actually receive any emails last time, but I think uh, the podcast actually went up quite late, so I apologise for that. Um, uh, this uh, my one. Uh, I'm putting this to you guys. Um, would you like to see? Uh, the Last of Us come to PS4. Um, if you had a choice, would you rather see, or would you like to see a sequel? Would you like to see from a sequel? It's all about The Last of Us. So send us an email to podcast.psu.com and let us know. Would you like to see it on PS4, or would you rather see something new entirely? Um, okay, uh, guys, um, before we wrap things up, we've got a few shout-outs. Um, Glenn actually gave me a little um, nudge a second ago, and I believe he wants to say something first. So, Glenn, go ahead. I do. Pretty recently, we've started a new podcast here at... Um, PlayStation Universe. It is the most racially diverse gaming <laughs> podcast on the internet. The racial uh, racial diversity gaming hour got the privilege of being part of that um, with the host of the most, Dane Smith. Uh, <laughs> what, what 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 are these nicknames? If there's Ernest, don't call me a girl, Lynn, and Gary <laughs> KJB, uh, Gary KGB something. I don't. Dane is. Dane used to introduce himself when he hosted this podcast now, and he used to say, I'm, I'm your host with the most. And the rest of them, I have no idea, especially especially about the whole Ernest thing. I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> well, I'm, 
I'm the commissioner, Glenn Gordon. I'm part of it. Yeah. If All you right. like gaming in general, we we talk about a lot of last. I, I don't even know what we talked about last time. Like we were talking about gaming. We were talking about like the waifu test yeah the waifu test <laughs> and Ben was part of it and yay it's it's just a lot of fun RG um RG RDGH woo my brain <laughs> RDGH sorry my dyslexia you know no I'm not dyslexic um racial diversity gaming hour brand new podcast go check it out when you get a chance and yeah. and it has a, pa- a panda it has a panda for an image we need a name that is all we need all we need you just Go there because of that. Yeah, we, and we this is a this is a weekly thing, right, guys? Yes, it's weekly. It's cool. Weekly. Well, there you go. Check it out, guys. You have two podcasts to tuck into now, aren't you? The lucky ones. Don't say we never do anything. Uh, <laughs> but this, this meant last week you had two of me, which is it's it's a bit scary. A bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad. Well, that's uh, why I'm not on it because having too much mic is just too hot for you to uh, have. Yeah. Sorry, um, you, the British. The British accent draws people in from the states. So. Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair point, Ben. Yeah. Um, ben, do you have any shout-outs at all? I, uh, I want to do a couple of. Well, I want to do a shout like usual. I want to do my shout-out to, uh, well, Future Labs for the amazing email I got after the review I published for Surge. It was actually quite touching that they contacted me about it because they liked the review I wrote. Yeah. Wrote, should I say, wrote. <laughs> See, I need to Are grab written. a check written. Oh, there yeah. we go. All right. Ben, as as someone who's a journalist here, you just you just stabbed me with a knife. Uh, oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. Um and I wanna say thank you to everyone on Twitter who've helped promote it because you guys retweeted it like hell, which was nice. And yeah. put up with my tweet, which was also good. Um just shout out to all my Twitter fans to be honest, and to Fonz. And I wanna <laughs> announce something for next week. Yeah. I'm gonna hopefully I'm going to announce on Monday once I've, I've pestered Mike to let's see if I can do this I'm going to do a Valentine's Day giveaway next week for the fans we love oh that's blessed this man how many giveaways this yeah. man gives away more th- he, he did a giveaway to celebrate his birthday he, he gives things away for his birthday like, Ben can you be my Valentine this year uh, <laughs> so I'm going to do a giveaway on the main site and on the forums so keep an eye out for the giveaway next week thank you sweet awesome Ben um, any sh- any other shout outs at all to any peeps um, as that. I said to and Chin thank you for being awesome and we do have a special guest planned for early March that's what I'm saying that's wicked all, man all okay um, Glenn we've um, um, you don't have anything else to add do you Glenn any shout outs for anyone or um, shout outs just to all my friends, you know who you are, all the fans on PlayStation Universe who have made us what we are and keeping us going. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for being there. And a shout out to you guys because you guys are so much fun to work with. Well, thank you. Oh, Back at you. Back at you. And finally, Paul, how about you? Well, not finally because I'm finally, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, probably just the fans. Yeah, sure. Sweet. Modest oh, as usual, Ben. No, ah, sorry, Paul. <laughs> no shout out for Sarah again. <laughs> Who is Sarah? <laughs> friend. Friend. Oh, friend. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, as for me, um, yeah, uh, to the um, whole PSU crew and you guys, of course, and of course our listeners as well, and um, Fonz especially. Um, hopefully, um, get back in touch, Fonz. It's been too well. I'm not too sure um, where you are at lately, but hopefully you're okay. And 
Don Oliveira, if you're still listening, man, if you're still out there, give me an email sometime, dude, please. And um, speaking of emails and contacts, um, you can contact the staff at PSU.com. You can uh, contact me at Mike.Harridance at PSU.com. I don't have a Twitter, though. Uh, you can contact Ben via email at... Ben.ShouldAbearHall at Twitter.PSU.com. at PSU.com or... Chili underscore UK on Twitter, not at Twitter. Twitter. There you go. Uh, you can contact Glenn at. You can contact me at glenn.gordon at psu.com or on Twitter at goglen underscore at G O G L E N N underscore. Two wins there. Wicked. And finally, Paul, how about your contact details? Uh, you can contact me on an email on uh, paul.kelly at psu.com and you can contact me on Twitter at uh, Paul underscore Kelly one. Wicked. And I think that about wraps it up. First of all, I just need to say one thing, Ben. Have you read the little message I just posted? Yes, I have read Excellent. that little message. <laughs> Sorry, I've been wanting to do this. I don't know why. Okay, um, well, that's been episode 26, guys. Thanks very much. Please send us an email at podcast.psu.com with any comments, questions, or indeed criticism you may have. Until then, um, well, um, hopefully I'll be hosting next week. I'm not too sure, but um, we'll be back this time next week, guys. Um, all, with all that said, all that's left to say is it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. See you guys.